This broadcast is not for the faint of heart. That's not hyperbole. This is one of the more serious broadcasts I've ever done. The information to me was stunning. I've known a lot of these things, but to piece them together in a sequential, common sense, logical approach to the planned demise and take and what I have here. But it's also so shocking that I have to admit my own level of cognitive dissonance, not wanting to accept a new paradigm is coming into play. But we're going to give it to you all right here. On the Common Sense Show. My name is Dave Hodges. I'm the host of this show, and we are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And we are brought to you by Health Masters. One of the things, if you're gathering supplies and you're looking at prepping, you need to think about medicine, and you really can't stockpile your prescription meds very easily, now can you? So you have to learn how to go natural. That's an experimentation phase. What works for you in lieu of the medications? Remember, Almost all these synthetic medications that are used by Big Pharma, synthetic is why there are side effects, they have natural origins. Discovering those natural origins can help you replace those medications in bulk that will last you over a long period of time. And it's something that there are a lot of people who are well-educated on. Health Masters is one of those groups. Go to healthmasters.com and use the coupon code Five Dave. That's the number five Dave at healthmasters.com. Well, this is very serious and very somber. I have a partner in my fight against the globalists, and he is a former high ranking RSOF military intelligence, done lots of things, worn lots of hats. And we were united on a common cause at one time, and we became very good friends. And he has given me. Um, a systematic presentation of what's coming. Ninety percent of it I get. One of it, one part of it's very shocking. He, um, I asked him when we spoke again for the last time this morning, why didn't you give this to me ten years ago? And he said because the world events were of such a nature that no one would have believed this was the ultimate plan, and that he had thought that the plan would have to change because of changing world events. Plans have to be adaptable. He said, this plan's coming into full view now. It's in place right now. It's right now in progress. So we're gonna talk about the Chinese UN planned occupation of America. First, we have to establish the fact that China has been chosen to replace the United States. And some people in our government have accepted this evolving a new paradigm. One of those would be Diane Feinstein and her husband, Richard Bloom, who have done extensive business with the communist Chinese. As we know, Feinstein had a communist Chinese spy as a driver for over 20 years. She knew, and she knew exactly what she was doing. Rose Pack, who died in 2016, ran Bay Area politics, including Gavin Newsom, the current governor, Kamala Harris, presidential candidate, U.S. Senator, and the communist Chinese control that particular area of the country. They run Humboldt County because they control the cartels and the cartels have controlled drug trafficking in Humboldt County for decades. And law enforcement stands down and does absolutely nothing. In fact, there is a very good TV series on, uh, I think it's Amazon Prime, five-part series called Murder Mountain. 
they don't capture everything I know to be true, but they capture maybe 50% of what I just said. And if you watch that, that those five parts, particularly part one, you watch those five parts, you'll get the idea. In fact, there's actually an opening scene where two sheriff's deputies are have their uh, camera on inside their car of them and is audio taping their um, their journey into Humboldt County in an area that the sheriff's department's never been in for decades. And these men pulled up alongside of them, and you see them, they're, they're videotaped. And they have shotguns, and they have uh, the hoodie coats, and they look like gangsters, and they are. And they're escorting the deputies to areas that uh, away from what they don't want them to see. And this one deputy is heard to say, I can't believe this. In America, law enforcement's being escorted by organized crime. That's right. And at the origin of that organized crime are the communist Chinese. Steve Quayle sources have told him that there are 5 million Chinese in the United States and northern Mexico. My source has told me there's well over a million, but the number is undetermined. So Steve may be right. So we're laying out the parameters in a broad sense. In April of this year, the Washington Post ran an article in which they talked about the fact that the UN was training the Mexican National Guard. Those will be some of the occupation martial law FEMA camp troops. Not all of them, but a good portion of them. We know that the cartels, in fact, uh, the first reference I found to the cartels partnering with Middle East terrorists was from 2006 in the Tucson Daily Star, and they talked about Hamas, Hezbollah, and various cartels. And they said, this is the new paradigm. We know the Sanchez Paredes drug cartel, which is the Peruvian army and the Peruvian bank, were the ones that put these deals together. We know they trained in El Salvador. I reported on that back in the last Central American invasion. And I had two separate DEA agents telling me and Border Patrol Intelligence from the people they were arresting, like MS-13, were telling us exactly what they were up to. Even James Comey admitted to the fact that we have ISIS base camps in every state in the country, every state, all 50. And he said that in February of 2016 and again on July 4th of 2016. So this is not something that just came out from underneath the covers last night. This is something that's been in the works for a very, very, very long time. And let's talk about Democratic Party collusion beyond Dianne Feinstein. Nancy Pelosi wants wide open borders, absolutely wide open. She wants nothing that will interfere in the flow of drugs. And I reported earlier today, as I've reported a week ago, that good sources, in fact, Paul Preston has this information, Paul Martin has this information, good sources say that she met with Chapo Guzman's wife when she went to Italy, along with the rest of the squad. Why would they do that? She's meeting with an organized crime figure's wife connected to border security or the lack thereof. Well, it's because they have sold out. They are in the process of installing communism in this country. Would you agree? Shifty Schiff, Adam Schiff's procedures on the impeachment show Soviet-style justice, everything done in secret. Hearsay evidence, no cross-examination. Don't get to represent yourself with a lawyer. The discovery process is held in secret so documents can be tainted. This is Soviet-style justice. We have a Bolshevik revolution. You think I use these terms to be colorful and exciting and bringing up a past historical term? No, I'm not. 
I am deadly serious. This is a Bolshevik revolution, Leninist style with some Mao mixed in. And what's the Mao mixed in? The 800 FEMA camps. But five years ago, and I'll dust this off if you all would like to see it. I went through and looked at malls and people helped me with this. We looked at malls and new school building construction and they were easily convertible into FEMA camps. I've reported in here that the FEMA camps that'll hold conservative Americans in the midst of the Chinese takeover, I covered definitively in this that this was being done first under Rex 84 and then FM 39.4. And by the way, what's conspicuously absent in FM 39.4, they have everything laid out about a FEMA camp, everything except the disposal of dead bodies. So you're never gonna have anyone die in captivity, even of natural causes. That tells you they don't dare print what they have planned. That's the secret part that in case the documents get leaked that no one can ever see what's going to happen. So the armada of forces coming against us with the Democratic Party selling out to the communist Chinese. In fact, we've even made them militarily equivalent to us in many areas. You want to know where this really started? I know we can go back way back into Nixon and Kissinger and normalizing relationships with communist China when they weren't even allowed in the UN. But no, let's go more to the modern time. Al Gore, on behalf of Bill Clinton and the other Democrats, they sold through a third party silkworm technology for missiles to the Chinese. Today, outdated, then very much current very much a national security threat to the United States. So this sellout by the Democratic Party has been in the works for some time. They are a spend, spend, spend party. They are looking to crash America any way they can. They want no border security. And President Trump has said, look, we probably need a million immigrants to come in here a year to fill our job needs. But he says we need to do it the right way and we need to screen people for suitability. We don't want murderers and rapists and terrorists and people who will behead their neighbors for something they don't like. We don't need that in our country. But Pelosi and friends are opposed to any kind of national security because their goal is the demise of the United States, plain and simple. Mark my words, if impeachment and then the 25th Amendment process to take the president out under mental health disability if these fail, they're going to go for the nuclear option, not so much a nuclear weapon, but the option in which there's going to be total chaos in this country and bring the country down by chaos. And when the country's weakened, then we're attacked by Russia and China. Steve Quayle and I both have sources that have been saying this for years, that that is the communist plan. Now, I'm going to skip over a lot of details that I have in the interest of brevity, and I can come back and report on that later on my website at thecommonsenseshow.com, but I wanna get into a little bit about the different options that are in play. One of the things that if you work in this long enough, you realize that the globalists have multi-level plans. They work on multiple dimensions. They never have just one plan and they usually just never have one goal. They try to kill several birds with one stone and they have several contingencies for their contingencies. And what I had to do when I went through what I was given and what I also know to be true, because what I'm giving here is a hybrid model. It's a lot of what I was given by this primary source who I don't think anyone in the country has a much better source than this. I think the one exception, two exceptions might be Paul Preston and uh, Steve Quayle. 
But this source is um, gave me such detail over the years and then tied it all together. Um, it, it's overwhelming, but I'm going to try to keep it simple because when you walk away from this today, my objective is not to scare you. It's to get you in a mode of preparation for knowing what's coming. Our first line of defense is to protect our president. I'll get into that more. And listen, I'm not in love with President Trump. John Kennedy, uh, Ronald Reagan was running against Donald Trump. I'd vote for the other two. But right now, President Trump is the only thing that stands between us and total annihilation as a nation and as a people. There are millions of you who could potentially hear this broadcast that will not be here in two or three years if we don't address these issues now and shore up our defenses and take strong and swift action against those who would actually bring this country down. So let's let's talk about the associations. I mentioned the Mexicans and the UN, interwoven. The Chinese control the drug cartels. They're extremely well organized. They work on a plaza profit system. So in other words, they have their own economy. They have their own enforcement. They have their own code of justice. And they answer very much to the Chinese Fast and Furious supplied them with many of the guns they use, but the Chinese on the black market also obtained American guns. They couldn't use Chinese guns, of course, for obvious reasons, and they supplied them with even more. Where do you think the Chinese, uh, excuse me, where do you think the Mexicans and their cartels got these armored personnel carriers that we see, the ones that have crossed the border? They don't have the manufacturing capability in Mexico to produce the number that we know they have. It comes in secret from China. China is militarizing elements within Mexico to destabilize the United States. So an attack with Russians and China will actually take out this country. Let's talk about the deal that exists between China and Russia. And it's something that I, I know that Steve Quayle and I have talked about on my show. Uh, and, and I may paraphrase this not in exact verbiage, but I think the meaning is exactly accurate. The Chinese are getting the infrastructure, and the justification for this was because of the tremendous debt. When they bought our debt, we agreed to infrastructure sales and mineral sales. We have, and I've written an article about this not once but twice, we have trillions of dollars of mineral assets beneath our ground that we don't touch, something that could wipe out the national debt about eight times over, but we don't do it. Why? Because it's China first. And our leadership is beholding to this. I'm kind of surprised that Trump hasn't made a move on this. I really am. But China will get the hard assets. The Russians will get the booty. In other words, they'll get the soft assets. They'll get the cash. They'll get some of the gold. China will take most of the gold. The Russians will get assets that they enjoy, like military hardware and so forth. And they will divvy up this country. And when you look at the uh, TV show, I believe it's on Amazon Prime called The Man in the High Castle. The year one is very much based on this model, but it's the Japanese and Germans winning World War II. Put World War III on this and substitute the Chinese and the Russians, and you have a pretty clear picture about how America could be divided up. But it will be China uh, that is the dominant power, and Russia will be secondary and subservient. And if you ever wondered why Putin made friendly overtures to Trump, Putin is backed into a corner. He doesn't want to be subservient to China, but he doesn't have the manpower to stand up to them. 
and plus with the allies the UN will bring to bear under the Kigali principles, Russia would be quickly consumed in a war against China. They need the United States. This is in part what the Russian collusion delusion was about, was to keep these two leaders apart. And there was much more than that. But remember what I said, when the globalists do a plan, it has multiple goals and has multiple levels to it. And the Russian collusion delusion also covered up the criminality of key Democrats like Mueller and like Hillary Clinton and their dealings with the Russian government and highly enriched uranium. So let's break it down to even go further. The Chinese participate in CalExit. CalExit goes, America's in trouble from a retail standpoint and from an agricultural standpoint. And it really bothers me when I see on my comment boards here at the end and I go back and I read these things in detail that people are saying, oh, we're better off without California. I'm sorry, respectfully, that's a very ignorant and inaccurate statement. 40% of American retail crosses Interstate 5. If you'd like a job to go to tomorrow and be able to pay your bills, you need to keep that flow open. This is why keeping California in the right hands and why I support Paul Preston and the New California Movement, this is why this is so important. And then what's really important is the Central Valley and other areas in California with agriculture. You know, we could see tremendous food inflation and spot famines if we lost California's agricultural distribution to the rest of the country particularly with the weather manipulation going on right now in the Midwest. I'm going to be doing another broadcast on that particular point. This is not an accident, folks. This is contrived to use food as a weapon against Americans at a future date. And as I pointed out many times, this was rehearsed in 2011 in Denver and also New York in what was called Operation Mountain Guardian, where food was used and kids kidnapped from schools were used as weapons to lure people in and we keep the bad people. They have a list on every one of you. I've talked about this. It's often referred to in the NSA as a threat matrix score. It's a 16 categorical score with an aggregate total score. And it tells you whether or not you're naughty or nice. I don't know where the line is drawn and I don't know any source that knows where the line is drawn, but we know lines are drawn. And Steve Quayle called it red list, blue list, green list over two decades ago. It's a naughty and nice list. Now, let's go and talk about some specifics here, and I'll bring this into fruition. Now, keep in mind, you're not getting the bare details here. You're getting an overview. And I'm hopeful that by seeing this, you'll realize the need to step up and be a real American participating citizen and not a spectator that occasionally goes to Patriot sites to kind of get a glimpse of what's going on. Boy, isn't this interesting? Or, ooh, this is like a scary novel. No, this is like something you should be looking at because knowing this and us taking collective action can save our lives. All right, let me get into what we're looking at here. The Democrats are in the process, and this is the Chinese main goal right now, along with the UN. The Democrats are trying to hand the country over. They first tried to do it in CalExit. They're reaching roadblocks. They also made the threat, and Paul Preston reported on this on my show with his embedded sources, that they said if they can't get out of the union their way and become a UN protectorate, that they'll start mass chaos. The murder of the Mormons, we believe, was the first move in that direction, and that was a CalExit Chinese ordered hit. And when Trump threatened AMLO and AMLO conceded, the Chinese knew right away, so they tried to assassinate the Mexican Secretary of the Navy, 
in Laredo, Texas, I published the videos of the chase for the failed assassins as they tried to get away in which five of them were killed. So there's no denying that this happened, even though it didn't get reported on Fox, people will tend not to believe it, but it's a real event. And it was reported in the media and, re and discovered by the common sense show researcher, Marilyn Rupar. And so we did publish all this. This is a real event. And it was China saying to AMLO, you could be next, pal. You don't play these games with the U.S. And as I said earlier, the killing of the family, uh, the nine members of the family, was an attempt to draw Trump across the border. So the U.N. and Chinese had an excuse to put their blue helmets on and start acting militarily in defense of Mexico. And this would have set off a wave of military and paramilitary attacks, not just in Mexico on our invading troops, but also inside the United States. It would have been the Tet Offensive to beat all Tet Offensives. So that establishment has been made. The UN, Mexico, China, the cartels, they're one big multinational corporate family and their main goal is the takedown of the United States. They even get local gang participation in California because of their affiliation with La Raza. Do you know what La Raza and Mecha is? Well, if you walk into Mexican classrooms in northern Mexico, many of my friends have told me they have maps. And the Mexican map still includes the eight-state area that was taken from them in the Mexican War. And by the way, yes, America was imperialistic in the Mexican War, but it has been pointed out in 1836, in the same time frames that we look at in Texas, uh, people in California had, had enough of Santa Ana's democratic communist style rule, and they rebelled. And they rebelled in Texas. It was the same thing. So it wasn't just the United States woke up and said, let's just take this land away. That war with Mexico happened over a full decade after the revolutions that started in 1836 in both Texas and California. So a lot of people will misinterpret history, and La Raza and Mecha are two of those groups. Their stated goal, and I've written articles on it, published the maps of the Atlan, you know, Reconquista de Atlan. Now listen, hello, most Latinos I know, most Hispanics, they think this is nuttier than a fruitcake. They like living in America. They don't want to be taken over by third worlders who are violent and who are terrorists. They don't want that at all. So this is a specifically defined group. But the local cartels, the uh, La Familias and so forth that originate in California, they are all for this because it increases their power base. They, would, they have actually said in writing they will expel or kill all white people of European descent. I'm not sure what they would do with someone who, let's say you have a white guy who's married to a Filipino or a, a, a black man who's married to a, a Latino uh, lady. I don't know what they, I don't know what their racial, ethnicity, purity, Nazi genocidal formula will be, but it, it's, first of all, it's a crazy plan, but it is a plan. And they have this buy-in from these violent groups that will carry out this street violence without hesitation. And so we are now moving into a phase where they're going to become increasingly violent. And President Trump has said enough. And this is why the Marines were called up in part. There's other things they're doing, as I've reported on. But in part, this is why they called up the Marines. And military action is going to be taken against these cartels, as I have reported. Okay, so that the original plan is 
turn America into a communist nation, dissolve the constitution, have a communist rule set up through the Democratic Party, basically turn over the southwestern United States to La Raza, Mecha interest, but it'll be governed by the United Nations. California will be no more. The U.S. will be divided up into 10 republics. You've probably seen the maps and you probably read the, so, the Russian professor's analysis of about 10 years ago when he said this is where the world is going to take the United States, that we're going to be broken up into 10 separate republics and lose our autonomy. Okay, this is the basic plan. And then China will control the assets, the hard assets. And as I said, Russia will control the booty, so to speak. That's one plan. That's the plan that we see in play. And the impeachment is designed to remove one of those obstacles from enacting that plan. There's another plan. It's called the nuclear option, but that's the final option. It's the one that nobody really wants. Who wants to occupy a country that's been nuked? Well, honestly, you can't. And it's messy. And they really don't want nuclear weapons used, but China is of the mindset, and this is more of a Chinese mentality than a UN mentality, that wealth is relative. And if we take down the big kid on the block, then by comparison, we're wealthy. So if you have a quarter and the United States has a dollar, you're poor. But if you have a quarter and the United States is devastated and has nothing, then you're rich. So the nuclear option is an option for them. But I reported this last summer on a leaked document given to me by former Green Beret, John Moore, who's also a radio broadcaster. And he gave a document to both Paul Martin and myself, and I've been able to verify this is real. It was a transcript of a speech given by Wei Fang, the defense minister of China. And he goes through all these things about all the past mistakes of the Axis, uh, Japan and Germany primarily, and they had too many enemies, they were spread too thin. And he said, we're not making that mistake. He said, we may have this conflict here or there, but it's not our focus. Our focus is on the takedown of the United States. He went on to say in this document that we really, in a sense, owe the United States a debt of gratitude. They saved us from the Japanese ultimately. However, we can't survive in China with our meager resources compared to the level of our population. And even if we invaded our neighbors and the world didn't intervene, we can't get enough from the Vietnams and so forth to sustain our population. We need the resources of the United States and they're not interested in a shared occupation of this country. This is where we part company with that TV show, The Man in the High Castle. They don't want to have an occupied America. Their ultimate goal with the extreme leadership coming out of their military groups in the Communist Chinese Party is to exterminate every single man, woman, and child. In fact, they even went on in the article to talk about the research they've done in bio-specific, race, ethnic-specific weapons and they said that they did this research with the Israelis. We have too. In fact, I've got a FEMA source who was one of my best friends before he bugged out for fear of being labeled a brown shirt. He bugged out with like-minded people back in 2012. And I've written about this. But he said, he said, Dave, we do have bio-race-specific weapons. And he said we developed them in conjunction with the Israelis. And I asked him the questions about um how would they work in with a mixed race person? 
And he said, matters of degree is how you set your weapons. And that, and we Fang in his speech even said, we have estimated 14 million total Chinese in this country, and he doesn't desire to exterminate them. So his idea of race-specific bioweapons is the way he wanted to go. And I published it word for word as it was given to me. I believe this is their objective, but the world isn't necessarily going to be accepting of something like this. So then you've got to go to a secondary plan where what you do is you hand the country over to the people and you expatriate as many troublesome Americans as you can. And where do you expatriate them to? FEMA camps. What happens to them in FEMA camps? Well, it's out of public view. It doesn't look like you've done a mass extermination, but people just start to disappear. And then sometimes you can send them off to the nether regions of whatever. And uh, the late Josh McCoy and I did a radio show on a FEMA camp in Alaska that allegedly holds 2 million people. Now, 2 million doesn't take care of the Chinese problem, but it's a move in that direction and it shows you the mindset that exists. And ladies and gentlemen, I have covered extensively on the Common Sense Show back in the last Central American Invasion, the number of FEMA camps that are here. Every sports facility is now a FEMA camp by definition. Yes, that agreement was made in 2012. You're going, I didn't hear about that. Well, actually, it did get published in the mainstream media, and I reported on it in 2012. Frightening, frightening stuff. I've done radio shows on this. Um, and I talked about the mall conversions a moment ago. Uh, we have a mall uh, just north of Tucson in what's called the Marana, Arizona area, just off Interstate 10. And that uh, mall, you look at it, guard towers on every end. It's just totally abnormal. And I've talked to um, people, architects that have done this work on malls, and they go, it's expensive, it's unsightly, and it makes no sense. And then we see the same thing, as I mentioned, in schools. So the second part of their plan, if they, they can't get what they want initially with just a handover and deportation of many Americans and incarceration of the troublesome, what they're, what they're going to do then is it's going to be a war. And they're going to make this a bloody, bloody war. There'll be no prisoners taken. So what President Trump is doing could potentially blow up into that conflict. The Russian-Chinese plan, however, is to uh, de-evolve the United States as much as possible, weaken it as much as possible to make their attacks more likely. And we also have Russian embedded troops in this country. We've done numerous shows. We've got pictures. You know, it, it's just amazing to me. Some people will come on here and say, game, show me the pictures. Okay, go to the commonsenseshow.com. I published pictures in 2012 after Obama had signed the first agreement ever in the history of this country to allow Russian Spetsnaz on our soil, Russian soldiers of any kind on our soil. It was an agreement between FEMA and the Foreign Ministry of Russia. And they brought in the, listen to my words, the first 15,000 Russian soldiers. And I have pictures of the Spetsnaz training at Fort Carson, Colorado with American soldiers. And I can tell you right now, that a base commander change was made at Fort Collins because the camp commander could not stand the idea, especially being a product of the Cold War. This is a fact, Jack. I talked to the housekeeper for this commander. And am I going to mention his name? No, they probably could figure it out. But the bottom line is I'm not going to purposely endanger the man. But 
I don't even need his story. I got his story, but we have the pictures. The pictures exist. Sherry Wilcox took pictures of Russian troops inside DHS vehicles on the Tennessee-Kentucky border. And we published them on both websites. Her, Sherry Questioning All, thecommonsenseshow.com. So they will come in after chaos and we will have more conventional attacks, perhaps some neutron bombs. They want structures intact and they want the people dead. And when they come down your street, they will not be taking prisoners, particularly if they're Chinese. The Russians will be looked at as kind people compared to what the Chinese are going to do. And if you're familiar with your history, this is what I was told by my source. He anticipates that the rape of Nanking is what the Japanese had done to the citizens of Nanking in World War II when Japan occupied that city. That's exactly what America's in for when the Chinese are here. It is ugly beyond belief. So that is the other scenario where there'll be military conquest. This is where Red Dawn will play a prominent role. This is where our air defenses will be taken down. Why? Let's go back to Ammon Bundy. This is another dot connector. When you had, I'm sorry, not Ammon Bundy, but Dad Cliven Bundy, when he had his first run-in, excuse me, when he had his first run-in with the BLM, it was partly over him blocking access to BLM for getting the uranium for Uranium One and Hillary Clinton. But some of it was also tied to the establishment of, of the solar energy farms. And Harry Reid, Senator Harry Reid's son, was paid $5 million by the communist Chinese, kind of like Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, right? But he was paid $5 million uh, allegedly to set up these solar energy farms on Clive and Bundy's land. That was also met with big resistance. At the same time, and I've, you've heard me tell this story if you followed me for any length of time, an Iraqi general flying an F-16 plane out of Luke fell from the sky from 10,000 feet up at Douglas, Arizona, just on our side of the border. And the crash retrieval teams got there. They couldn't find his body. He didn't make a mayday call. Well, they found his charred remains inside the plane. They were shocked. And then they realized, oh, my goodness, he was brought down with an EMP. And what I know from intelligence sources tell me that the people that run these Chinese, excuse me, these solar energy farms are run by front companies for the Chinese military. They keep changing their names, but our Department of Energy has never stopped the practice. I would like to know what Rick Perry knows about this and what prevented him from changing. And believe me, Rick Perry would not sanction this. I know that for a fact. But this is not just the Department of Energy, too. The EPA is also behind this, as is the BLM. So let's imagine now, here comes an invasion across the border, or the Chinese troops come out of hiding from where they've been in, say, Long Beach Port, for example. And now you have planes that are taking off. And these solar energy farms, I'll give you three examples. Clive and Bundy butts up to Nellis Air Force Base. On I-10 here in Arizona, it's about 25 miles, air miles from Luke Air Force Base Southern Runway. Okay, there's another one. And then another major military base is Davis Month and south of Tucson, solar energy farm there on the highway there as well. And this is happening all over the Southwest. And I believe that what brought down that Iraqi general 
with localized EMP is embedded into these solar energy farms and these communist Chinese troops will move into action. The ones who go to work as civilians every day. By the way, since I've been talking about the Chinese, I could take a stack of emails like this and I hear about, it's always 20 to 30 Chinese in this apartment building, no kids, nothing. And it's always young athletic males. They're soldiers, people. They are soldiers who've been allowed to infiltrate this country because of our open door immigration system, thanks to the Democratic Party, most of them out of California, with Schiff, Pelosi, Feinstein, Harris, and the whole crew. So when we take a look at Red Dawn unfolding, this is one key element of it. But the other key element is this, is that the forces that are in this country, I mean, if Steve is right, and we have 5 million Chinese, we probably have about at least 20% of that with Russians, maybe 40%. In fact, let me tell you how sensitive the Russians are to this. It was back in, um, I think it was about 09, the voice of Russia called me one night. I don't know how they got my number. My cell phone number then was extremely private and relatively new. But they called me at about nine o'clock local time. And I was talking to one of the producers of their radio shows. And they said, you know, Mr. Hodges, we're on in uh, 32 stations in Europe and all through Russia. And uh, we're on in New York and Washington. Big exposure for you. Would you like to come on? Well, at that time, I was talking about embedded Russians in places like Alaska. And I said, it was concerning to me that we had Russian reports all over, including from Paul Martin in Northern Colorado. So in that time frame, they called me and asked me to come on. And I said, of course, when would you like? I'm thinking a few days out next week, tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. your time. Oh, so less than eight hours later, this was a setup. I recognized it right then for what it was. So I thought, okay, I'm going to do a little Alex Jones on Pierce Morgan. And what I'm going to do is go absolutely nuts on these people. And I did that, but it was civilized because the guy who was supposed to interview me, and he was, I guess, a tough nut to crack. Instead, they substituted a young lady who was really kind of meek, and she wasn't ready for what I brought to the table that day. And I, in nine minutes after the interview started, I'm still talking. And I'm talking over her all the time. And she goes, well, what about FEMA? And I just went on and on about the FEMA camps and the Russians and where they are and what they're up to and the Russian foreign ministry agreement and the treason of uh, Obama and all the stuff that he's done. So the Russians were really fed up with me. My 20-minute interview ended up being about 10 minutes. And so they cut it short because I was obliterating the host. And then later that afternoon, they put the archives up on Voice of Russia. And I think that's what mitigated into Russia today, if I'm not I think they migrated into Russia today. Voice of Russia no longer exists in that name. And so what they did is they put up the interview and they just insulted me from day one. A far right extremist, Dave Hodges, blah, blah, blah. And they went on about how crazy I was in the descriptor. And so what did I do? Well, I took to the commonsenseshow.com and I wrote editorial and it pissed them off even more. So folks, I've been on this now this has been 10, 11 years I've been on these stories. And Steve Quayle has been on these stories for 20 years. I'm late to the party. And some people out there in America refuse to believe this is true. They're here. They're going to be unleashed. So that's the second plan would be the conventional attack. 
And as I said, the third plan would be to nuke us into the Stone Age because if they can't win, they can't control us, they may as well just have a war. So the submarines they have patrolling off our coast, they're just going to launch. We got about a two to three minute window of preparation. Maybe we get some nukes off, maybe we don't. The one thing that scares the Russians and Chinese, but Obama tried to take care of this, that what scares them are 72 submarines that have between eight and 24 nuclear missiles, each capable of taking out a city the size of Phoenix, which is about four and a half million people. So you look at that and you say, man, they got a lot to lose, but Obama also tried to give them how to track our submarines and break our stealth technology. I mean, you don't think Obama was a traitor? Go stand in line with Dianne Feinstein. Obama was 10 times worse than Feinstein. So that's what's coming here. And as I check my notes, I think I basically have covered most of the uh, most of the elements. I've given you an awful lot because this is so detailed. I, I even have methods of deportation down. I've even been given... Uh, methods on how they get people into the camps that they don't they want out of society, uh, labor conscription. If you want to know what America is going to look like, go read Executive Order 13603. I'll say that again. 13603, done by Obama. And they talk about labor conscription. They talk about uh, uh, basically confiscation of assets. Someone wrote on here the other day, and they were just totally out to lunch, all respect intended, but they said, uh, I'm saying that they can't take your food. They can take any damn thing they want. They can take you. They can take your kids. And when they take your family, they're going to separate you into different labor camps. That's a fact. And that's contained in Executive Order 13603. I have written, I would guess, maybe eight articles, 10 articles on it, and I took different sections of the of the legislation, uh, excuse me, the executive order, no legislation there, and have broken it down. I've also broken down the NDAA. They can do whatever they want, whenever they want. Obama was the setup man for what would have been Hillary Clinton's reign of terror. The reign of terror is being recycled and repackaged in another way. But at the end of the day, it's communist China. It will be an ally in Russia because they're backed into a corner and have no choice. It's the UN that asserts itself as the global authority, and they are going to take down the main obstacle to the new world order, the United States, unless we stop them. So what sounds like a hopeless scenario that we're going to be overwhelmed, I say au contraire, mon frere. Number one, we can give commanders of units and the soldiers that serve in those units great pause for betraying this country and its citizens by saying, we're going to stand up. We have 7 million veterans of fighting age. I believe we will stand up. I believe if we show backbone, that will actually lead American troops to join the effort. Jade Helm 16 practiced for this. They took out an ad that said, we'll pay you $18 an hour to reenact the role of a guerrilla chieftain who's a disaffected former U.S. military. They told you right there what they're doing. They've told you. They practice subjugating the country under martial law in Jade Helm 16. Jade Helm 15 was kind of like, how do we put down a rebellion like Hong Kong? That was child's play compared to 16. 16 is where they really told you what was coming. 
The other thing that we need to be doing is protecting this president, standing in mass and making it clear to these politicians that if they move on this president, that we're going to move on them. What do I mean by that? Well, most of you in your states have recall um, abilities to take out uh, an officer of the government before their term expires, but even if they don't, vote them out. Intimidate them with, we're constantly watching you. People say letter writing doesn't matter. It doesn't matter until it does, until they get enough and they go, holy crap, Batman, these people are actually paying attention. Someone's actually told them something now and they got their eyes on us and they know what they're looking for. We're looking for their corruption that would cause them to be blackmailed to go along with an impeachment vote. There's no way Trump gets impeached after yesterday's debacle. You've got the main witness caught in witness coaching. You got the main witness and that Ambassador Taylor, and I broke it down for you. His body language said lie, 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 lie. And he was totally inconsistent in what he said. And then you have another witness that comes on and says, yeah, they should have investigated Burisma and Biden. <laughs> Excuse me, case over right there. That's the end of the case. But see, the Democrats won't see it that way because the Bolsheviks never admit defeat because they don't play by any rules. You could play them in a basketball game and have a 20-point lead at the end of the fourth quarter and the buzzer goes off, ending the game, and they would demand to keep playing until they get a different result. That's who we're dealing with. So we need to stand up to these people, and you're going to have to do so in perpetuity. You are involved in a guerrilla war right now, whether you believe it or not, in politics is your battlefield. And if we don't meet them and defeat them in the political battlefield, there'll be a real battlefield in this country very, very soon. But these Democrats will have their communist Chinese allies with their Russian help and all the other paramilitary terrorists that we have in this country, along with the cartels. That's who we're going to be dealing with. And the beginning of what's coming was witnessed by the murder of these nine American people who were taken out by the cartels. And this was a hit ordered by CalExit and the Mexican government was complicit. Now you said, well, gee, Dave, they said they made some arrests. That's because Trump scared the hell out of AMLO and he's threatened to take him out of office if AMLO doesn't clean things up. It's about ready to get really ugly, folks. I'd recommend playing this back because I covered a lot of essential elements here, but I have given you fact after fact after fact. And I realize in the human nature is to kind of, after a while, it kind of all runs together, doesn't it? I get that. So what I'm telling you to do is play this back, take notes. But the one thing you must do, this is a major revelation. In other words, I come out with news stories that are breaking constantly. I broke the 29 Palms story. And I said, I don't know what it's for. But by yesterday, other people in the independent media, as well as myself, we did know what it was for. It just took us 48 hours to put it all together. We come out with stuff all the time. This is the most important thing I think I've ever done here in my work because I'm identifying the takedown of your country and the destruction of your culture, the disillusion of any future for your children. They don't want you here. The Chinese totally want you annihilated. They want 100% extermination, we fang, communist Chinese speech last summer. They want you gone. Now, are they going to be allowed to carry it out to that degree? I think probably pretty close, but I will tell you one thing. If their troops are marching down our streets, the racial differences that are being promoted by the left will really disappear very quickly. 
every American, and to that degree, people living in our neighborhoods, whether they're citizen or non-citizen, whether they're gay or straight or Christian or atheist or, or is Islamic people, they're all going to be exterminated by the Chinese. We are all in this together. So people say, Dave, why aren't you more harsh on your judgments of some of these people? Because right now I realize that one day I could be sharing a foxhole with them. That's why. And all differences and bigotries disappear in a foxhole for survival. And that's where we're at right now. So right now, what you need to do is to intimidate your senators and congressmen that you're watching and you're going to take action at the polls and no amount of voter fraud will overcome what the American people are going to react if you continue to go after Donald Trump. The second thing is, is we need to get behind him on the affirmative actions he's beginning to take. Don't listen to the mainstream media. They'll have you believe the country is thinking something else and group think tendencies will take over and will tend to be brainwashed and blindsided by this. Do not believe this BS people at all because the country, 80% of us want it to turn out the way I'm talking about here, where we restore the Republic and put the evil ones like the Pelosi's and the Clinton's in prison once and for all. This is what most of us want in this country. It's within our reach if we just stand up. Now, do I think we will? I wouldn't bet on it. I'll be honest with you. But you never know until you try. You never know until you try. Um, I happen to agree with my friend Steve Quayle. Individual salvation is entirely possible. Individual safety is entirely possible. The country, not guaranteed at all whatsoever, may not even be likely. And Steve thinks it's unlikely. But I also know, too, you can't underestimate the power of God. But the Bible does not give us a good future if we're living in the end time. And that's the key thing. Are we living in the end time? That's what we all have to decide. And I think it's still an open question. But as I look at it, the answer does scare me. But I want, I don't know how to lay down and take my beating. Do you? And I know one thing. I will not get on board one of their trucks and go to any camp. Will you do that? Or are you just going to hope, well, maybe they'll spare me? You get on that truck, you're not being spared. You're separated from your kids at 3 a.m. in the morning. You will never see them again. That's what you need to realize right now. You have nothing to lose. And once, oh, I'll just finish with this story. I've used this example twice in the last six weeks, and I apologize, but it fits. One of the events that helped America win World War II was clearly the Battle of the Bulge. It eventually will break the back of the German resistance, but they almost broke our back. And had they broken through and gotten to the port of Antwerp and they were in danger of doing so, they would have delayed the war by 18 months and their jets would have been mass produced. Would they have developed a nuclear weapon to put on their V-2 two-stage rockets? Perhaps. Perhaps the war could have had a different ending. You never take anything for granted, ladies and gentlemen, but here's what turned this. As the Germans are advancing through our lines on this sneak attack when America thought the war was going to be over by Christmas in two weeks, and everybody was caught off guard, the casualties were horrific, there were prisoners taken in a place called Malmody, about 100 of them, and the Germans told them, get out of the trucks, we're going to stretch your legs, and they machine gunned most of them down. A few people got away. The word spread through the ranks. The Germans aren't taking prisoners. 
So you had the 101st in Bastogne, which was a town of seven roads leading into it. And it was a key point of resistance for the Americans against the German advance. They couldn't go around it, not effectively. And the people in Bastogne stayed and fought bravely and held their own and survived. They knew in ordinary circumstances, they might have surrendered, but they knew surrender meant death because of Malmedy. What I'm telling you right now, the Chinese are going to bring Malmedy to every single neighborhood in this country if it gets down to fighting. There will be no prisoners. You will not be spared if the Democrats are successful in installing the Bolsheviks. The man who started Barack Obama's political career, you know who that is? Bill Ayers. He told an FBI informant, Larry Grathwell, that if he ever took over, they would have to put 100 million Americans, and this is 1969, 100 million Americans in re-education camps and do away with over half of them. Those are just estimated numbers for today. But it shows the intention of the mindset. Well, Bill Ayers launched the political career of Barack Obama. Are you surprised? So you have a choice to make. And you're saying, Dave, what drives you to wake up in the middle of the night and come out and do a broadcast at 2 a.m.? I just told you what drives me. And people who know me in my private life and know that I tend to approach various challenges and tasks with an air of confidence that I can get this done will we'll look at this broadcast and say, that's not the Dave I know, but this is the Dave that exists within a reality that's in our face right now. We have put ourselves here by our ignorance. We should never have tolerated the Clintons. When they had the Whitewater scandal, we should have demanded they go to jail. At that time, arresting Hillary and Bill would not have set off major widespread civil war. Now it will. Welcome to America. Roll up your sleeves. Pray. Pray for a veil of protection over both yourselves and your families and this country. But most of all, right now in this moment, over Donald Trump, he is the last stone holding our building up. We call the United States of America. And it's not because Trump is wonderful. There's an old question. Do men make history or does history make men? In this case, I believe it's history making Donald Trump. He's the man at the right place and stubborn enough just to stand up to these people. So the right man at the right time, this is who we have to back. And don't give me this, he's this, he's that. I don't want to hear it. I already know what he is. I already know in many circumstances I might not vote for him. But right now, he's all you got. And we better band together. And you better think about this very carefully. Food, water, guns, gold, ammo. We're signing off. Jesus is king. His world will be redeemed. But not until we have to go through some stuff, and it's up to us right now.